2: KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. We're going to talk about Trevor Lawrence here. I will tell you, coming up in the next segment, we're going to talk stars, but also bring back a segment I don't think we've done in a really long time because of something involving Mike. But my question right here is, is the win over the Cowboys Trevor Lawrence's breakout game especially on the national scene because he had been playing exceedingly well in the five games before this 1,362 yards I believe 10 touchdowns no interceptions pass a rating of 111 so he had been playing outstanding football and I think that was the most touchdowns without an interception in that span in the league now I know he had a pick but most people will tell you he played very well. Clearly, the off or the team put up 40 points with a pick six, sealing it. And this was a game that you know a lot of people watch because it involved the Dallas Cowboys. And, as if you needed more, it's bumped the Jags somehow, some way, yeah. back into the playoff picture. Even if it's kind of peripheral
3: at the moment. I do. Because the Jags really aren't on nationally televised games. And I get that that wasn't, that was a noon game. So I, I get it wasn't on Sunday night football or it wasn't Monday night football. And I do think that game against the Cowboys, though, is more important than this Thursday when they play the Jets. I, sure. I don't think Thursday gets the best ratings. It's usually a bad game. And I get why people are maybe interested in this a little bit because of T Law versus Zach Wilson. Yeah. But I go back in history and for you, People that are 23 years old or younger listening, thank you so much. But you weren't even alive for this. But I do remember this, and I remember this game well because I was a huge Dallas Cowboy fan in 1998. And in 1998, there was this guy who kind of stunk his rookie year. <laughs> his name was Peyton Manning. Right. And he had some good stats, but he had some bad stats. I think he might have gone like 26 touchdowns, 26 interceptions. had yeah, the most interceptions
2: ever for a rookie.
3: Yeah. So it's like, oh, my God, this Peyton Manning guy, maybe Ryan Leaf was the right guy to, to take, and, and he's just not going to be it. So anyways, now, this was earlier in the year, so I take you back in history. The Colts are 4-2, and two, hosting the Dallas Cowboys, who are 4-2. and two. The Dallas Cowboys look like a team that could still maybe win it all. And, yes, their time is short, and we all find out that they really had no time yeah. left. But in this game, the score... Cowboys 17, the Colts 6 at halftime. The Cowboys are dominating this game. The Colts look like you're just not ready. Yeah. You're not ready to compete against what people consider contenders and this team. Now, I know different than this Cowboys team, that team did have still the core of the dynasty that won three championships, and it had been to four straight NFC championship games. So you look at it, it's a few years past, and it's just like, ah, you're at halftime. You're like, oh, man, this is good. Troy Aikman, Dallas Cowboys are going to take care of business. This is a young and upcoming team, but not ready. And then... The second half happens. And the second half, the Indianapolis Colts win 28 to 7. Ooh. And win the game 34 to 24 at the end of the game. Now, I know the game's a little bit different. In fact, the game's quite a bit different than what the game was like in 1998. But in 1998, Peyton Manning against the Dallas Cowboys threw for 313 yards. The other day, Trevor Lawrence threw for. 318 yards. Oh. There was a young running back on that team. In fact, he was a rookie. You could say Travis Etienne is a rookie because he didn't get to play his rookie year because of injury. Edrin James on that day ran for 117 yards.
2: Wow. So we've taken this beyond just Trevor Lawrence to
3: this. Do you think they could become the next incarnation of the Colts? I'm hoping. Okay. And I do think Trevor Lawrence has a lot of Peyton Manning qualities. That's going to be very tough to live up to. There's not anybody else that's won five MVPs in the NFL. Right. So to say, hey, Trevor Lawrence is about to win five NFL MVP, MVPs would be crazy. I do think he can get one, maybe even two in his career. And I do think he can win a Super Bowl. Now, a lot of that matters on who they put around him, but we judge him by wins and we judge him by championships. That's why a lot of people crap on Dak. And I do yeah. it at times too. But if for some reason Dak, it doesn't even matter if he plays good or bad. You're right. If Dak were to make a run and win the Super Bowl this year, you could never question his career kind of the rest of the way because he did lead a team to a Super Bowl championship. And for Travis Etienne, he ran for 103 yards. Edron James ran for 117 yards. Edron James did have in that game 27 carries. That's where the game's changed a little bit. Sure. Travis Etienne, 19 carries. Uh, In the game. So both averaging, in fact, Etienne averaged a little bit better in that game. But I just, I went back and that game reminded me a little bit of some young Peyton Manning who wasn't really ready and we didn't really take Indianapolis that seriously. And then after that game was over, you're like, well, screw me. The Colts are now better than the Cowboys. Like, are the Cowboys getting too old? Are the Cowboys this and that? And then you start going Maybe the Colts are that good. And the Colts only lost one more game the rest of the season and ended up going 13-3 and that year. So that, that's, that was earlier in the year. The Colts were ended up being a much better team than the Jacksonville Jaguars. But I do think for Trevor Lawrence, and he's been playing well up to this point, he's had a really nice five-week stretch, I do think people are going to start taking him more seriously, especially if they can win on Thursday. They set themselves up, most likely, for a game at the end of the year where the division's on the line, it's going to be crazy because there could be two teams that are under 500 make the playoffs this year. Yeah. The the NFC South, we know that that's going to be the case. But that game is at home on January 8th, home against the Titans. And their other game that they have is at Houston. And I know Houston, obviously we saw that they can win a football game and almost beat Houston, almost beat or almost beat Kansas City, almost beat Dallas. But – if they win against the Jets and they beat the Texans, they put themselves in a position last game of the year at home. If they beat the Titans, they win the division. And we talked about this quite a bit before the season started. If
2: they got up to seven wins, I thought that would be something. And if somehow they made the playoffs, I think that would be an astonishing achievement. The article on CBS Sports Here's just the headline is what you why you should know this inside Trevor Lawrence's rise, Jaguars QB reminding everyone why he was such a tremendous draft prospect because he wasn't just the best prospect in that class, he was the best quarterback prospect since Andrew Luck. So, yeah. and we're, I, I know Andrew Luck people have differing opinions, right. but he didn't end up winning a Super Bowl. Is so, we're talking about what are eight years right there. So, it had been a while. I saw something that. Kind of made me think about, well, it made me realize how much they've been able to turn this around, is so in that game, when it was 27 to 10, your next gen stat, the Jacksonville Jaguars had a six point3 percent chance of winning the game at that point, just to show also, unfortunately, how yeah. sobering that loss is for the Cowboys. But prior to the 2022 season, the Jaguars were one win. And 112 losses in games where they trailed by 17 or more points. This year, they're two and two, Mm. which. The game's changed too. Agreed. And actually, Jerry, and we might throw it to, to this comment. I thought this comment was really savvy this morning is when he was talking with Sean, RJ, and Bobby, he was talking about comebacks in the NFL, and he talked about just how much more aggressive NFL teams are. But. The fact that just this year they have twice as many 17 point comebacks as they have in the entirety of the Jacksonville franchise, I think that is a heck of a statistic and there's a lot of reason for optimism once again for Jacksonville. Even if their record still doesn't look like super awesome at 6 and 8, weren't they 3 and 14 last year? Or was it yes. 4 and 13? Okay. So, you've already doubled your win count with opportunities to add two or three more, and maybe even make the playoffs.
3: You know what really stinks when you look at their team and how bad they were playing to start the year? Two of their losses are against the Texans and the Broncos. The Texans one hurts a lot. If you just look at those two teams and how bad Denver was playing and how bad they are, like that's literally the first and third pick in the draft. Yeah. That they have two losses there. And if if you change that around... They are eight and six. I'm just changing yeah. the and, – and look, it happens. People lose to bad teams. People beat good teams they shouldn't beat. But if you just look at Jacksonville, if they would have been a little bit better earlier in the year and they win just those two games, you're sitting in a situation where, you're like, look, if we beat uh, New York, the Jets, and if, you know, you end up beating – I forgot to pull up their schedule again um, – Houston, yep. worst team in the NFL – we don't have to worry about the Tennessee game. We we have home field advantage in the first round, and we're in the playoffs. But unfortunately, they lost those two games, so they really need to win one of their next two and hope that Tennessee loses, uh, and it puts themselves in a position to win the division. And Which would be, well, let me ask you this, for entertainment would purposes, wouldn't you rather yes. see... Jacksonville than Tennessee yeah like hey I want to see Trevor for Lawrence sure. in the playoffs even if they get hammered I'd rather see them than watch Tennessee I, I would for sure and the appeal of Tennessee of course would be
2: Derek Henry far ahead of Ryan Tannehill but one of the biggest things that has helped Trevor Lawrence get better and I know his QBR is still just slightly above average at 56.8 but The ability to take care of the ball. There are several metrics by which quarterbacks are judged. Obviously, QBR is one. There are lots of other advanced stats we could get into, but some of the basic ones, QBR average per pass, which last year was six yards, this year it's seven. That's still not where you want to see it, but that's a a yard increase is huge. And then his turnovers and taking care of the ball. 12 touchdowns, 17 interceptions passing last year. This year, 24-7. and That is a remarkable turn. And most importantly, let's say they don't make the playoffs. If you're a Jacksonville fan, you can feel good about the progression you've seen from him and this team this year, right?
3: I would really think so. You're going to have a lot of cap space still. Calvin Ridley is going to be on your team next year. Now, I don't know how he used to be good, not great, but good, right? Kind of like in that. Somewhere between 20 and 35 best receivers in the league. Not a top 20 receiver. But not a huge gamble. Right. Right. And so you get him. Well, I got you on that. So I think that they can spend some more money on their passing defense looks pretty bad. Uh, Their offensive line still needs some more work. And if you can shore up those things a little bit, and let's face it here, this is always important. Houston's going to have a rookie quarterback next year. The Colts might have a rookie quarterback next year. And Tennessee, I don't know where they're going with their organization right now. Obviously they fired their general manager. It's they're up in the air. There's a good chance if Jacksonville gets this right, if this offseason goes well for them and Trevor Lawrence gets better and Travis Etienne gets better, uh, there's a good chance they could run that division for a good 3 to 4 next years. We're the KNC masterpiece right
2: here on 105
3: through the fan. Coming up
2: next, there's going to be a lot happening in this segment. We're going to talk stars. We're going to go to the collectible corner discussing the best error card ever and why sometimes you should just take the money. Plus, the return of a segment we haven't done in a long, long time. All of it happens next right here on The Fan.
4: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com recommend today.
3: It feeds it up high for Suter and a shot. Save, rebound, score! Wyatt Johnston!
1: The putback effort. And the Stars rookie has his eighth of the year. And Dallas breaks through.
2: And everybody in Columbus is sad, but the Dallas Stars are not. They are victorious. Two to one. My boy Jake Ottinger getting work done. And ever since that Toronto game earlier in the month, which we don't need to really talk about that anymore, is he has been playing exceedingly well in getting better and better. The Stars have won four of the last five in which he was between the pipes and they are victorious over the Columbus Blue Jackets, 2-1. So, huzzah to the Stars. By the way, huzzah to Joe Pavelski as well. I know Joe Pavelski mm-hmm. doesn't care about individual milestones, and he's like, great. But the overtime loss against Carolina, not the best, where you kind of backslid a little bit in the one-goal games, but they got it back last night, is... Joe Pavelski became the t- became the tenth active player to reach 1,200 career games played. Now, Joey, you fancy yourself mm-hmm. somewhat of a hockey player. Can you imagine playing 1,200 NHL games over the span of 17 years?
5: No, that's insane. And I mean, it's really a testament to who he is. Uh, I, he's he's a grinder, and he works on his game. You know, every single day, you know, you see the videos of him in front of the net, tipping pucks constantly every day after practice. And this isn't a, a high highly touted prospect coming out of college. Ooh. He was a six-round pick. <laughs> and, you know, how many goals and points he's accumulated over those years is insane. Uh, you know, he's he's done, you know, quite a bit in the game of hockey. He's just still uh, going after that elusive Stanley Cup. Hopefully, you know, the Stars can get that form. But, uh, yeah, it's been incredible what he's done. Captain America, but-
2: And I like that we played that goal right there because Wyatt Johnston now, eight goals, 13 points. He's 19 years old. Like something has to be said for, I think that is amazing as well. And perhaps the biggest deal going across the rest of the NHL is Winnipeg slipping up a little bit. Dallas making sure they're getting those points. They now have a three-point lead over Winnipeg in in the Central Division. I realize they have played two more games than Winnipeg, but... Hopefully the opportunity to stretch it out in a little bit in a central division that I think everyone anticipates is going to is very good Mm -hmm. and pretty deep is the
5: other issue yeah Colorado is dealing with a ton of injuries I mean they have three or four top guys out so when they get healthy they're going to be a team down the stretch that you're going to have to watch out for Uh, do you think they're still the favorite then uh I I would assume so maybe not right now but I think when you talk about being fully healthy they're going to be one of the favorites and uh, Boston's going to be a favorite they're in the Eastern Conference obviously right now with how incredible they're playing but yeah, there's. Olson you know, is better than all of the rest yeah. of the NHL <laughs> well, right well, now. yeah, and they're having a, a Vesna caliber goalie too. That's you know having a, a breakout season. So yeah, there's a, a ton of teams and still a lot of hockey to be played. Uh, we talk about Wyatt Johnson. That's another steal that people are talking about in the 2019 draft. He's 53rd overall and he's already playing some big minutes. This is a guy that lit up the juniors. I mean, he had like 124 points in like 68 games. It was incredible. And now he's playing at the NHL level. Uh, so uh, it's big minutes for uh, you know a young kid.
2: All right, so you're saying that Olmark is going to challenge my guy for the Vesna, yes. and then are we talking? Are we talking? McKinnon is still going to want to take out Robertson for the heart, or? Who else do I need to try to hate watch?
1: Well,
5: McDavid and Dreisaitl, that yeah. pair, you got to hate on them because they're just going to continue to pass the puck to each other and score a lot of yeah, goals, great. especially on the power play. And it uh, also gives them yeah. an
2: insane amount of
5: assists. Yeah, like, th- 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 those two are just going to run away. I I, I I don't know how you stop them. It, they're just incredible. Uh, McKinnon's hurt for a couple weeks, so he's out. Uh, Posternock is a guy you're going to have to watch out for in the East, Eastern Conference as well. So, yeah, that's who we got to hate on. So Robertson can get that uh, okay. <laughs> I will.
2: I will absolutely. I have been hate watching. I need to expand that. Yes. All right. We're gonna get to a segment we haven't done in years in just one second. But I also want to do a little bit of that collectible corner. So can you hit me with cut number nine, please, sir?
1: Swung
3: on. There it goes. Deep left. It is
1: high. It is far. It is gone. Number 62 to set the new American League record.
2: Now, we talked about this a lot when it happened. There were multiple offers that came in for the Aaron Judge home run ball, which happened here at Globe Life Field in Arlington. Is what you set? What will it sell for? And do you take the offers? So, a bunch of offers came in, including. The guy who caught it, Corey Humans, his attorney said they had turned down a $3 million offer for that baseball. He should take it
3: now. Well. The guy who just bought it should take it too.
2: uh, Yes, if you can make that happen. So his attorney said, we already had an offer for $3 million. We're taking it to the auction, people. They don't really commit to a number. But they said it could be significantly higher based on the New York area, the New York fan base, and how crazy it could get as an auction. Well, unfortunately, if you didn't already hear about this, it did not go as crazy as they might have hoped as it sold for $1.5 million. Now, I'm going to make this very clear. Yeah. You're, if you're sitting at a baseball game and you get a baseball that ends up going for $1.5 million. I'm not hating on that. That's amazing. Tax bracket, though. But (laughs) that's fine. I will accept having to pay more taxes if it moves me into the higher tax bracket. Is we all said at the time, this isn't hindsight. We said at the time, I don't know if you should have turned down that $3 million offer. And he got half of that. He said he's not upset and... Joy to the world, or
4: whatever. But I think that you look said at it and go, I still like go,
3: I still got that money, but he made a mistake. It's only one point five million dollars, <laughs> mm-hmm. but after taxes, uh-huh. at least he didn't move into the three million dollar tax. Bracket. Sure, and then
2: you have to pay that extra seven hundred fifty thousand, and it's now you pay your fair share. Yeah. I
3: think it's tough because you know I'll ask questions to our you know our buddies whether it's you know sappies or, or whether. You know, it's Texas Roadshow, whoever it is. Kind of, hey, what do you think? What do you think I should do here? This and that. And I'm sure he had no clue. Like, what should I do? I understand this ball's worth a lot, but what should I do? And... I don't know. Both of us didn't we feel like when we heard the three million dollar number, like take you it. should you should take it. The yes. the chance that somebody's going to bid over that are, are, are very low. Because I situation. I remember
2: we said take it because then it came it became a case of then we talked about the auction houses fees. We had a discussion with a few yes. people around this uh, around the station about this was such a big deal. Maybe the auction house would take less or none. Right. It ended up going to Golden, which Golden Auctions is in a position where they're like. We're one of the probably two biggest, at least, sports memorabilia auction sites in the yeah. world. We don't have to give you a discount. We don't need the publicity. But even if you took a discounted rate, that factors in. I have, I just assumed the other one was to a specific collector who just threw $3 million. I don't remember the ins and outs of that. But, yeah, at the time, we
3: talked about how, no, you probably should have taken that money. So, yeah. Oops. He's still he still is gonna probably get close to a million dollars after taxes. Sure. Um which is very cool to go to a game and get that much money. But I think you'll always it's kind of like the Tom Brady card that I sold for two thousand yeah. dollars that Got all the way up to one hundred fifty thousand dollars. It's under a hundred thousand dollars now, but I mean, you just look at it and go, "The right time to sell." We always
2: take it at the apex, right? Yeah. Like whenever, whenever somebody has a stock, like you can buy that stock for three dollars. So it goes up to fifty bucks. You sell it for forty-five. You are like, man, if I could have sold it at fifty, even though you've made a like shocking amount of yeah. profit based on that, I think that's just that's just human nature. So with fees and everything like that, so obviously. He took a hit, but I did see one other card thing that really intrigued me, and I don't know if you saw this story. Okay. Is you were talking earlier about you can be a great player, and your cards can be worth almost, like, very, very little. Frank Thomas is one of the best offensive players of the last generation. Right. Is that fair to say?
3: Yeah, he's a top, I would say, 25 hitter of all time, and I don't know where he falls in that list, but I I would be pretty... Secure, saying if you take the top 25 hitters of all time, there's a good chance you say Frank Thomas. Yeah,
2: Hall of Fame or everything like that. You wanted to go buy his Topps rookie card, 5 bucks. Yeah. You know, but, like, even if you wanted to get a good graded version of it, you can get it for an exceedingly reasonable price. But do you remember the amazingness of that Frank Thomas error card?
3: Yeah, where he doesn't have a name?
2: Yes, where he doesn't. It's a picture of Frank Thomas. It's a Topps card. And it's very rare. But
3: he's in his Auburn jersey. Yes, too. he is
2: in his Auburn jersey. And it's got the orange border, but there's no name on there. Did you see the price for the PSA 10 Frank Thomas no-name card? I did, but I forgot. Did it get to a million dollars? It did not. But uh, okay. $170,000. It's a
3: whole bunch of money for that card. For an error card. Yeah. Not and the F face card. Yes, which... They made more of those. Yes, which... Did it say how many... Did Tops ever say how many accidents they made by not putting Frank Thomas's name on there and then made the correction?
2: I don't think I ever saw the answer to that. But yeah, no, that was absolutely incredible to me. So yeah, more than $170,000 for that Frank Thomas no-name error card PSA 10. Now, we talked about a segment we haven't done in a really long time. I know a lot of people... I've been mad at Damon Amendolaura for the sports updates he does. There was a time years ago where people did not have that same animosity against him.
3: I'm going to stop you real quick. Okay. I looked this up on PSA's website. Oh, There is one PSA 10 of the no-name on front. That is the one that just sold. Okay. There have been two hundred and thirty-two of those ever graded by PSA. Wow. It doesn't mean they only made two hundred and thirty-two, but it gives us a better idea. And by that the there's way, probably less than a thousand ever made.
2: It also gives people an idea when you're like, no, it's in perfect condition. So it would be a ten. It's like that it doesn't really usually work out like that, even if you think it's in great condition is David Amendola, back when we were at the Super Bowl in Houston years ago, he talked about how much he loved our show, and he goes, I've been watching and listening to your show the entire week. You did this segment. I couldn't stop paying attention. It was called, Should I Eat It? Yeah. And then Mike did something a little bit ago that has necessitated the return of Should I Eat It? Is Mike ate something, Mike ate garbage, yeah, it was in the trash. Uh huh. But it hadn't this re- is straight from a Seinfeld episode too.
3: But it hadn't really been messed with because the eclair. Yes, that is correct. But uh, so there was this box that when we came in this morning wasn't there yesterday, right. and it was like a tire box. And I thought, oh man, Lucius must know somebody in the auto industry. And I didn't open up the box thinking, well, there's it's for Lucius. It must be some sort of cool like auto something or other.
2: By the way. It's important that you make that distinction. It wasn't there yesterday. Because if you ever come up and visit us in studio, don't just assume yeah. that a box is there that's got food in it just got there. Right. It could have because- been
3: there for three days.
5: Yes.
2: Especially after peace a Yes. <laughs> we tried to clean up. That's we so I
3: knew that, well, these aren't that old. They could only be one day old. And they were donuts. And so after Ben brought us our Mickey D's, or is Canada like causing it? What are they? what is Canada Canada? You call
2: said it? what it was yesterday. Uh, there were some people that disputed that it was I, on a website. <laughs> okay, what hold on, Mike. Was... I just need you real quick to make sure that that is not the bar that you judge all information is. It was on a website.
3: No, well, it was. Okay, it is a bar that I have. Hold that... on, Joey. Have you spent a lot of time in Canada?
5: Um, no.
3: Okay, I not? just
5: because
2: you were you were from that up was in close. Mid- yeah. Okay. <laughs> All the
3: other ones sounded correct,
2: but you said McDonald's in Canada was McDicks. Yeah.
5: Oh, I see that here too. Okay. Some people. Some business Insider. This is a very. Oh, okay. Because some people <laughs> were you. like,
2: "I have been to Canada. That is wrong." And I'm like, "I don't know. Well,
3: parts of Canada they call it that." Yeah. What were we talking about? Oh, the the donut. That
2: so you ate out of the trash.
3: So there was. So I wanted to have a donut after uh, my Mickey D's. Yep and then the donuts were gone and i saw lucius he's getting ready for the show and i said man lucius where'd all those donuts go? And there are a lot of donuts in there and he goes oh man i threw them away and i was like where'd you throw them and he said in the trash right out there right mm-hmm. out front and he's like you can go have one if you want they're in the uh-huh. trash i just threw them in the trash okay so he
2: encouraged
3: yeah and they were still pretty much in the box. Now they had all kind of smushed down yeah. in the box. <laughs> but much. no other uh-huh. no other <laughs> Hold tra- on, Joey. Did you look at the trash to eat a trash donut too? No, no, I didn't, I didn't. no other <laughs> trash had touched the donuts. They were still in the box that you saw, and no trash had been put on the donuts. So I picked only one. Mm-hmm. I only needed one. But I picked out one of the donuts out of the trash because in its you, box.
2: Because you only wanted one donut or because you were eating things out of the trash?
3: No, I could have had another donut, <laughs> okay. but I said one's good for now. Okay. And so I picked the donut out of the trash and it still tasted good. Okay. It didn't taste trashy at all. Uh-huh.
5: <laughs> they were good donuts, though, I have to admit. Did you, yeah, they were I
3: solid donuts. One. It's like almost like a marshmallowy mm-hmm. thing up on top I of it. I had
5: one pre-trash, though.
2: Good enough, okay, but here's the question. Were they good enough, now that you know that they eventually went into the trash, that you would go back into the trash I'll pick one and one for you. Uh, a donut? I,
5: I probably would. I'm going
2: to
3: be honest. Oh, oh yeah. my God. They're still in the box. Well, yeah,
5: if they were in the box, who cares?
2: He
3: didn't take them out of the box and dump them in the trash. Yeah. I would not eat it So shout out that for that. Okay. <laughs> but as long as it was still in the box and uh. protected... In the box. Okay. They're still good right now. If you want me to go get you one, I'm good. I will show you uh-huh. because I know you brought up to my wife yesterday about eating moths.
2: Yes, I did. <laughs> I didn't. She she did not. We t- we talked about it for a minute and how I was
3: horrified by that. I heard it's getting a lot better though. We oh yes, to solid Moth punches. update. Solid punches. Uh, who gave us some, I guess, moth traps. I know he has different traps, but there's this little pellet you put on there that's supposed to attract moths. We've caught, like, in those traps, I think 10 moths. Yeah. And he said that this is going to attract the female that's laying the eggs. And so I think we have, because literally every time we'd, like, slap four with a fly swatter throughout a day and go... That's it. We don't see any more. I think we've killed all the moths. Then the next day, we'd see two or three more flying around. We're like, dang it. But since the traps have been put out, in the last 48 hours, we have not seen a moth or killed a moth. So I think the moth problem is solved.
2: Hmm. Viva life.
3: Where the you want me to make you cookies tomorrow? Sure. Do you like chocolate cookies with white chocolate chips, or would you like no. um, regular cookies? Oh, the answer is no. <laughs> no. Immediately. <laughs> look, Mike. You know me. I like what I like, and so the, the other ones I made that are that are in the freezer, ready to just bake, so they can be freshly eaten out of the the oven. Yes, is M M&M and M cookies. So oh, they're regular yes. cookies with Christmas M and M's. Yes, Joey. Okay.
2: Joey yes. got the nod right there as well from the four six nine. Look at Kevin. He thinks he's so rich he can just get fresh donuts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I was just curious. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 you know The Fan. curious? What's that?
5: Art cats? Or George. Oh.
2: Okay. That was pretty well done. I wanted to be angry at you for that, but no. <laughs> Coming Joey's
3: up next, the star of the show today. We will chit-chat. I'll tell you what. You want to do the Cowboys hour tomorrow? I'll give you 100 bucks to drive to Frisco. You, do you need to clear that with the bosses? No. He yeah. will 100% do that
2: <laughs> as well. I will
3: give you a $100 bill to drive to Frisco. This
2: sounds like an off-air conversation. <laughs> Coming
3: up next, we will chit-chat
2: with the fellas from the G-Bag Nation right here on 105.3 The Fan. KNC masterpiece back here on 105 through the fans. Since we were talking hockey, don't forget you can find that Spits and Suds podcast. And at some point, listen. Maybe Gavin Spittle might
1: beat down Joey. That's I don't know. I don't know what could happen. I'd like to see Joey and the boss drop the mitts, sticks, gloves, shirt. Yeah, you got to pull the jersey, right, Joey? Pull the jersey over. Correct. Is that the first thing you do? Yeah, I grab right by the
5: collar so you can get him with the left jab, and then you can pull back. Okay, the right, okay, you know, Joey. To wait, let me ask real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get Joey, a
1: all right, going, all baby, all right. The the size up thing when yeah. you're skating around, skating around. What are you looking for? What are you looking for when you're doing that? You're sizing up. You're sizing up. Are you looking like what corner you're gonna grab, or yeah. are you gonna think he's gonna hit me with that right? I need to. Block it or how you when you're skating around looking at each other. What's what's the deal? Yeah, it depends.
5: You, you know, for me personally, I'm always going to go with the the left hand grab of the collar so I can get control of him there. I think that's the best way. Usually, you want to punch first. You, yeah, <laughs> that's usually the, the the best idea. But if you get him by the collar with the left, you can always do those short little jabs with the left with your right. shirt. And then you can pull them into you as well while That's you go so for the saying. jab at the right. Yeah. yeah I mean, there's, there's a multitude of ways you can do it. You know, uh, some people, like uh, Ben, usually likes the size up, right? He likes to sit right. there and yeah, no does. grab, and then he goes in. So, it depends, uh, I guess, How important,
1: each How important is it to knock off the helmet?
5: Uh, it's not the most important thing. Well, the oh. reason why they keep their helmets on now is because usually you get an extra penalty or extra two minutes if you take your helmet off willingly. Oh. So, yeah, now they well, to see, keep But see, I'm them on. trying to
1: knock your mm-hmm. helmet off because right. I do not want to hit you in the side of the 7 Eleven logo. Yeah, well, you know what see, I'm saying? Yeah, right, you'll, you'll break see too, hand. like yeah. Ben
5: will rip off somebody's helmet. There you so go. That, and then he can go in for it. I because like it can cut your hand on visors and stuff. You yeah, gotta be careful.
1: I think Spitzy's going to
4: kick your ass. Okay. Well, that's fair well, enough.
2: Here's going to be my question. You get. One fight matchup across all of 105.3 The Fan. Who do you want to see? Lock
4: it up. This is awesome because we actually, I pitched this to the fellas last week during a show. Right now, the leader might be Spitzy versus the Jet. I'm loving this. But we had discussed Lucius and Mike. See, might yeah. be the most entertaining just for the size. You can matching. see how Mike okay. and brought us might pop up. No, on the I, I'm text, too old right? to fight. I'm, okay. like,
1: I'm like, I'm holding like, okay, I'm over there holding you. <laughs> okay. Like we're skating okay. around and you and I are kind of veteran guys. <laughs> and we're like, bro, this is like, can you believe these kids are going no. at it? But yeah, like basic,
3: I, I think I Mike can skate sl- okay, though. But that's oh, yeah cuz we just
1: say we're just fighting
4: in a room right. then not on the ice. But you <laughs> you you can get angry and you've got what? good size to you.
3: <laughs> like angry what? angry what are you he's talking broken. about? Are you
4: kidding me? Broadus has the
1: gout issues he's well, gimping about oh here. Yeah, there's I'm no a fuzzy cuddly teddy D. bear.
4: I'm a lover not a fighter. I
1: don't know I don't what it is, it Mike. Me. I got gout, bunion. I'm kind of like 59. I'm falling apart. No, I don't need to fight. it would be one punch I'd be dead.
3: My dad has had gout. It it
1: sucks. It's bad. How would wish it hurt. You it, should see him. You it's can't bad. even walk. He's crippled. How do you, you get gout? It. 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 Has, I'm seriously asking. Well, it, no, seriously. I'm trying. It's. It has to do with. They say it's like with alcohol, red meat. It's certain things, seafood. Oh. If you eat, I mean, you, it, it's the crystallization in your in your joint toe? of your toe. Oh. Okay. And you talk about when you touch it, I literally tears roll down my eyes. I they, mean, and I and I'm like walking at cowboy games, and I'm like. And they're not playing well, and I'm like, you know, it's, there's a King of the Hill <laughs> it's episode about like, yeah.
2: yeah. Bobby yeah. having
1: gout, but I wasn't
2: sure how like factually accurate but it, gosh, it was. it,
1: Bobby!
3: It goes away through diet or
1: yeah, diet, and then there's pills that you can take. I take a pill every day for it now, and it, seriously, it it was uh, <laughs> it was one of those things that. You know, I would never wish that or, or kidney stones on anybody.
3: Oh, I've had kidney
1: stones. That, that oh. to me, I, I've never in my life felt more pain with a kidney stone. And there's people that get them all the time. Rob Phillips he used to work at DallasCowboys.com. Yeah. He takes medicine and he gets them and it's like like nothing. And I'm like... Bro, that one time, I thought about offing
3: myself. I mean, I, I, I mean I'm mean, i sorry. I didn't mean to
1: yeah, yeah. say it that way, but, I mean, you feel that much the pain. The just that bad. You're I'd rather like, just God, not deal stop. with it anymore. Yeah.
3: I was in Kinston playing A-ball and got one, and my trainer's like, I oh, just have bad gas. And I'm like, I have bad gas all the time. This isn't bad gas. Yeah. Trust I'm me, complete and yes. And so I drove to the emergency room from the ballpark, and I just parked my car in front of the emergency room. There was a nurse- smoking uh, heater we're in north carolina so very common <laughs> sure um and he goes you can't park there i threw him my keys to my car i didn't care <laughs> about my car anymore and i said can you park it for me and gave him my keys walked into the emergency room and go i can't breathe i think i'm gonna die yeah oh that's not funny
2: i see i mean i'm
4: smiling too but it's not funny horrible.
3: that sounds horrible
4: did they did they immediately take you they, to a room? They
3: immediately like when you say you can't breathe and you're going to die, things happen. Yeah, and they they, 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 they move around a little bit. Yeah, so they put Probably me in at a room. the hospital though. Like, don't go to the Walmart and there's yeah. a long
2: line. You're like, I can't breathe, I'm going to die, and just expect people to. But move they around. opening a line they for mean, you yeah. immediately. They
3: knew pretty quickly after checking a lot of things. They're like, we're pretty sure you have a kidney stone. We just need to take a picture to make sure. <sighs>
1: yeah, I think trying to get into the X-ray tube was. I mean, I'm like, listen, please. I was just asking for pain medication. Okay. I mean, just please yeah, yeah, yeah. stop the pain. Yeah, you know, and I I consider myself pretty tough when it comes. I've I'm, I'm broken a lot of bones and stuff, and dealt with that. And I felt like I've dealt with pain all my life. But man, that right there, that that was as bad of a situation. And I kidney I, I,
3: stones d- worse than gout. Gout worse than kidney stones.
1: Uh, kidney stones worse, and Ooh. the gout part of it is so it usually it's weird. I could feel it happening. And I don't know why, but they say it's like you know they could say a diet or alcohol, and I don't drink. I mean, it's but seafood, yes. certain things. Just but when that thing crystallizes, that that thing, it's just oh. From the four
2: six nine, I had kidney stones once. My wife was laughing at me, calling me a baby in the ER. Yeah, yeah. The female doctor turned to her and said, "This is the one thing that's more painful than childbirth. We are now divorced." Now I don't yeah. I don't know if there's a cause and effect. Between that story and the outcome, also people are giving their votes for the fight. Ooh, for the two and four, Sean and Woolchuck. Sean doesn't like Woolchuck. Huh. I don't know if this is news to you or not, or oh. if that texture is. You're going correct- down in weight class there, too. Like, you're, you're, can good, you
3: imagine yeah. if he uh, poked you in your eye with his fist? <laughs> I think straight right in the <laughs> so eye. So rude. <laughs> that'd,
4: be, that'd, be, that'd be fun actually. From
1: the two and like I got him with a screwdriver. Well
2: the, <laughs> the two on four, Choppy and Kevin. Yeah, we've we've argued numerous times. But that's just because Choppy's like, who cares if you win a title? We're just hanging out and playing it. RJ would be
4: the laziest person to fight. I could see that. He wouldn't care. That's the problem. He would Did just I, give in too wait easily.
1: A I want to ask something. Did I hear Bassick earlier in the show say that he just wants to quit watching sports
3: yeah they hurt me too much <laughs> i was watching the. Mat. i did flip when once luca got thrown out and he deserved to get thrown out you just turned it off it's like i'm done you, you I went can't... to prince albert and them when you watching I, all that I stuff went to over there bed. i'd slept bad the night before but i'm just like this just sports is not working out for dallas people yeah like it's just the rangers have not been good we're hoping they're good mm. and and it's Uh, The Mavericks, I get they made it to the conference finals and what an awesome year last year. But for the most part, ever since 2011, that's the only time they've advanced in the playoffs in over a decade. And you look at the Cowboys and everybody goes the NFC championship game like every 12 to 15 years and it's 20 something years. And it's just like, dang, like, should I just stop like liking this? Because it doesn't like me. How many yeah.
2: people's Thanksgivings are in- impacted? Maybe Christmas Eve. Uh, Somebody, yeah, you can't open presents Christmas Eve if the Cowboys yeah, lose, and you're that. like, man, by the way, that person followed up and said, no, big surprise, we had other issues. That alone oh. was not the yeah. reason for the divorce right I hope right he ended there. up marrying that nurse. Oh, because she backed him up. Yeah. That's what you need. What do you guys got coming up on the program today? 4
4: o'clock, we'll talk with John Machoda of The Athletic. 2.40, of course, Krusty's Corner. And let's talk some Cowboys truths at 3 o'clock. All right, looking forward
2: to that. Roll home with the G-Bag Nation. We have been the KNC Masterpiece. Make your way back with us tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. right here on 105 Through The Fan.
3: You don't know who Mike Schmidt is? <laughs> what about Von Hayes? Nobody knows who Von Va- Hayes is. I do. He's good Philly. <laughs> Von
5: Hayes is a good player. Say goodnight, Kevin.
3: Oh, my gosh. We just lost all power.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,